Is this the show? Yeah, I think so. I think Ash has pressed record. Outtakes. Yeah, I've been recording yeah, right. all this. <clears throat> do you want to do oh, an introduction? By the way, uh, hey there, you absolute arseholes. This is uh, Cabba from Claim the Throne. I'm here with two friends, Ash and Jesse, also from Claim the Throne. How and are Pickles. You guys? And, yeah, Pickles is fucking going off at chops. What are you guys up to over there? <laughs> what would she Hi, be Pickles. barking at? Oh, like, I don't know, the moon? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I actually did get three or four Black Sabbath albums given to me, speaking of barking at the moon. Yeah. For free. Pretty good. Anyway, good story. Um, yeah, we've just been recording today. What's your favourite Black Sabbath song? Man, I like War Pigs a lot. Yeah, cool. Or Fairies Wear Boots is pretty cool. What about you? Gotta believe it. Uh, probably the self-titled song, Black Sabbath. Oh, pretty, yeah. Pretty doing You're into that sort of thing? At, well, sometimes. It depends how much wine I've drunk, but... But yeah, I mean, like, sometimes. are we going to have a Doomy song called Claim the Throne? <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's I a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a fight? <laughs> Round two, complete your story. Sorry, I hell interrupted. We should just do it because you don't like it though. That's true. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> it would be a good idea. But no, we did uh, spoken about um, that fucking recording in Germany. Well, we did drums and piano, so we started doing keys yesterday, like strings and synth sounds and convincing Jesse that 80s. weird 80s sounds are fucking cool. They're not awesome. They're fucking cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, then did some bass today and finished the keys. So, yeah, as soon as I can get you out of my life, I'll finish <laughs> the bass off. Man, that's easy. All you need to do is hang up and I won't ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but apart yeah, from cool. that, fuck all, man. What about you? You've been That's having sick. lunch and shit. Yeah, not much music stuff this weekend. Playing a bit, practicing the old guitar, but uh, that's about it. Just pretty much playing our own existing songs, no writing things this weekend, unfortunately, but just having but a shred. But we do that on Tuesday. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, we'll do that on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm keen. Wow. And Talking to um, Amos Polglaze, eh? I did talk to Amos Polglaze once today. Any good? Uh, that was pretty good, yeah. He seems to like the new album and that's all that matters. That's yeah. the whole reason we wrote it. <laughs> for um, him. He did forget to order a vinyl, he said. So um, we one out? of them aside for him. Lucky, lucky quite, we've got only a, sold one. A few. No, we've sold a few now. I think we might okay. have four left or something. Mm, there you go. Until we order more. Depends how limited edition they decide to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they do have numbers on them, so uh, yeah, That's whoever cool. ends up with number one, probably pretty good, I guess. I don't know who gives a fuck really, but someone might like it. Oh, and number four. Uh, th- there is no four, according oh, to of Ash. Course. God damn. Nah, there is some four. F-O-R-E. What did you want to talk about on this episode? Uh, I reckon I we can't start wait a for a number 100. <laughs> oh, well. Our audit, yeah, yeah, pretty much trying to just count down to episode 100 and get drunk, which is yeah. pretty much happening right now. Is this episode 100? <laughs> no. No, oh. it's episode 93. Oh. It's pretty, it's a big episode. It's a good year as well. 1993? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm if thinking we- back, Michael Ellis and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, Scott Fisher and shit like that. Will Smith? Mm. <laughs> Ricky the, Grace. Uh, here's Johnny hitting number one on the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I thought it would be a good idea to, for us to shit on about the new album. Yeah. That being On Desolate Plains released fucking a couple of days ago. 
a couple of sprays ago. And yeah, maybe over the next few weeks we should just go through the songs. I talked about the recording a few weeks ago, but everyone found that boring as batshit. Oh, every episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do people give you feedback about how boring it is? Yeah. No I one says feedback. that. Yeah, I've got multiple messages like, bring Cabba back, please. <laughs> Whatever, mate. Um, I just talk about fucking marketing, not even music. That is true. <laughs> and cooking. Anyway, so Sleet Hatswell, you can suck me off, mate. Uh, let's let's talk about this album. This could be the most abusive episode ever, hey? number 93. <laughs> I'm just confused. I wasn't sure if this had started yet or not. <laughs> <laughs> is this a video? Is it still going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So track one, uh, it's called Fury Entwined. It's not bad. It made the first song on the album. Not sure how that ended up happening, but... Because I like it had it. the intro. Because yeah, it had the it's got a intro. mellow intro. Soothes into it. Amos likes it. Is uh, it, Let me ask you a question. I'll probably be interviewing you this whole podcast, but... Go. You you wrote that, what, just sort of some way through the middle of your writing for this album pretty much? Or Near was the it end. One of, one of the last ones. Maybe one the, the last, last one. Yeah, that was it. That was the last one. Because we said Cabin New. Then we called it Cabin that's New right. the whole time until yeah, the end. That's right. So working title. Thanks, Jesse. Cabin New. Cabba mm. underscore new to some of us. And um, <laughs> Cabba underscore FF. I think the reason why <laughs> I think the reason why it made it to the intro, because every album we've had for the last two or three have had a separate intro song, right? Right, yeah. So this was the most intro y sounding thing. Yeah. Um Could it have been two songs? It could have easily been two songs, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, still don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or not. Um, I mean, people, if they put good on thing. the album quickly to have a listen and then they get that fucking like annoying intro, they just skip to track two sometimes. Do people yeah, do that? Gotcha. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, um, same. Not that, yeah, whatever. I hate intros. <laughs> not really. I, do, I like it a lot. I would but. say it's maybe a gradual movement for us possibly because we've always had that intro. This time it's all one song and then next mm. time there will just be no intro. I don't know, a theory. Ethereal sin. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so how the fuck did you write this song? Did you tack on that thing at the start? Like did you have a body of a song and go this how did No, I, I think that intro thing was first. And I think Wait, this you one messing was probably, around with it. Weren't you messing around with guitar sounds at the start and then I think so. Yeah, I, I think I that's how it I've, happened. Yeah, I think I remember you you were doing some stuff on the on the amp and then testing some sounds out and then yeah, your memory is better than mine, definitely. And your memories are also better than mine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that is true. And then that intro just sort of sounded like it would lead into distortion and that's what happened there. And I would say that that song was probably, from my end anyway, the least forced and least intentional, just sort of came out and mm. was unexpected and it was like, shit, here's another song. Should we just leave this for the next album? But it, it just crept in, seemed to work out pretty well. Straight, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think it works really good, man. Um, a little insider mix story for every dickhead out there. The drums, for some reason, I had muted the overheads while I was mixing it and I wondered why the drums sounded weird and I was using only close mics and room mics and it just didn't. So when the actual drums kicked in, there was no impact and I was like, Fuck, Cabba, I don't know. This song sounds pretty shit for the start of an album. And then, you know, 
two days later, I realized that one of the tracks was, it wasn't even muted. It wasn't actually in the session at all. So how did you tackle that sound wise? Oh, I just, I just Unmuted went something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's really <laughs> weird go, going on here. And I was, because that's the thing, like it sounds pretty obvious, but 13 tracks of drums in amongst like 50 or 60 tracks all up, it's pretty easy to lose one. And yeah, all that happened is I didn't import, I just forgot one track when I imported, mustn't have highlighted it or something. And yeah, finally discovered it and went, oh, there is an actual drum sound on this fucking song. So yeah, goddamn happy I found that. Or else it could have <laughs> just been a weird, like, interesting mix if I'd pulled it off somehow. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, real good. I like it. I, I like um, how we recorded the vocals at the start. I thought that how, was the best part. How did we do that? Oh, right. Me- yeah, yeah. Remember we were standing, <laughs> we were standing in the room and then we stood down in the hallway and then down the stairs and we, like, took <laughs> steps down the stairs. <laughs> that was the last song. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought I was... Oh, yeah, no, no. no. I I remember this one. We did struggle a bit with it because, like always, it's hard to make stuff sound as good as the demo does. And we were, like, trying to do harmonies and shit. And we're like, that's not what's on the fucking demo. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's right. But we managed to get there in the end. Because we recorded the demo vocals in the hen house. Did we? Yep. When we had the room, we hired the room for the the month. And then we just added it in there. Yeah, I think I think it was a bit of a challenge and this time I was determined for the choir stuff to sound more like like you two basically doing a choir because I didn't know how to do that on Fortune Flame and all those parts just sound really fucking weak because I'm like, you know what would sound like a choir is if you sang the same thing 50 times and then it all just... <laughs> Sounds like one big version of the same thing, whereas this one we did try and focus like, okay, um, rather than just winging it, uh, maybe, you know, Jesse's good with the harmonies, like do a high, a middle and a low. Yeah. And in the past, I didn't mind if they crossed over. I didn't really care. But this time, like, I, I made sure that they each stayed on their own track. And then when you did yours, you'd do like a normal track and then it just delineated it a bit better and it made it a bit easier to sound like an actual choir. Mm-hmm. Secret vocals in that part of the album too, by the way. Crate. That's a secret for you. No. Really? I didn't know that. What secret vocals? Oh, me. Not a secret anymore. Whereabouts? Not a secret in that. In the start of the, the, start. the very first song or you mean the ending? No, the start. Huh. In the choir. Did you sing? Sure did. Is that oh, why the vocal awesome. sounds so good? It's probably not even me. <laughs> nah, it's tu- it's tucked in underneath just to give it a bit of. So like, did you sing? Manliness. Actually, sing. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Let's I wish you would do track. that in front of us, eh? Yeah, no, it's so annoying. He'll never yeah. sing me a fucking song. You guys went to get beers or something, and the mics <laughs> were set up, and I just went, "I'm gonna flog this out." There's actually a maybe like a bunch of times on the album when. That's there. Silence Beckoning, <laughs> Mantra and that and maybe some others. But <laughs> Really? So yeah. you sang vocals on it. Why yeah. didn't you put it on the CD? It's on there. <laughs> I mean on the. Actually know, large drums, drums and vocals and guitars nah, and bass. And bass. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's... nobody knows about that except us. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious when you listen to uh, it, to be honest, at some, yeah. some parts. 
Nah, it's it's real tucked under, real like um, it's more like a supporting thing, so you it's can't just, really hear it. Kind of like today when we're doing these '80s synth things on Jesse's song, it's like there's a piano melody going the whole time, and then there's this crazy sounding fucking '80s sawtooth wave synth. But the idea is that it'll just be tucked. In, you'll maybe hear it on headphones, but really what it does is just provides a bit of like oomph or ambience or something that you can't quite tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you play cool. any piano parts in the album? You didn't play any piano parts on this album. Did I you? played them all. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about that song? I was just thinking um, that um, the guitar solo was always a weird thing. It was like a strange, like mm. pretty, pretty shit chord progression. And we managed to make that work a bit better than it originally was written. Yeah, that was always fucking funny. I did just remember something about that section, but um, that always made me laugh, that chord progression in the ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 ding. Sounds like chopsticks or something. Yeah, it does sound like chopsticks. <laughs> it does too. Yeah, <laughs> but it worked. It worked real well. But I will tell you this. When, I was, mi- when I was mixing, I noticed a, um, a real dirty bung chord, like some tuning was out. One, just one like chord. What's the bit after you go from the chopsticks bit back into the main whoa, whoa, whoa chorus again? Yeah, it's like a dan, 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 But right, right at the end of that, yeah, there's two chords. So yeah. bring me to my feet or whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of those chords. Oh, before that, a Jim Belfagor riff. No. Nah. It's the last chord before it kicks back into da 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 da. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then right at the end of that, it's just. Oh, yeah. And then the drum fill. Anyway, one of those chords, one of the. So Buzz from Home Alone was there. Buzz from Home Alone was there. It was pretty much whacked out. And, you know, we had all this pressure to get the album out because um, it was due for release a year later. So (laughs) I grabbed a guitar and um, just punched in with a completely different style of guitar and everything, just one chord on like the left guitar. And I thought, fuck, I wonder if if even I can tell that this has been fixed. Otherwise, I'm going to have to get Cabot to come all the way from fucking Craig. How dare you, Largy? (laughs) Yeah, I know. All the way down. With your guitar just to punch in one chord. Would you say that's a benefit of having a band member recording and mixing? To be able to fix that shit? Because if you do that in the, in an external yeah. studio and some um, independent yeah. party is mixing. Then yeah. Have, yeah. Then you have to pay for another recording session. Yeah, but that's also like that. sometimes that shit happens because we're so excited and we're having a few beers and we've done mm. like a super long day. And then one chord slips through the cracks. I could probably actually pull it up and show you the chord and it just sounds really dissonant and fucked, like it really stuck out. I thought usually my first thing is like it's the synth or the keys are hitting, you know, in a big chord hitting a wrong note. Yeah. But, yeah, I narrowed it down to the guitars and I was like, oh, there it is, you motherfucker. And then, yeah, you're just like, can I, can I fudge this? Or is it going to take another tracking session? And this is during mixing. That's why it happens then. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it was if it was during tracking, it would just be a mix note on. Oh, sorry, a tracking note on the screen, like a marker or something. You know those markers? This yeah, bit's yeah. shit. Get Cabot to redo. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, some, yeah. something like that. Um, yeah. Or edit required or some shit. But yeah, when you're doing mixing, it's like, fuck, I told everyone the album would be mixed today and uh, this is a wrong chord or something fucking weird. So yeah. Yeah. So that is a benefit. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. The end. I don't know. That song, whatever. What, how did you come up with the name cover? Fury Entwined. Um, well, I think it was like all the other ones where we just do like fake vocals on the demo and it just sounds like actual words. And then I, I just write <laughs> lyrics based on what the weird scream the noises sound. sound like. Yeah. yeah. And then try and choose cool sounding words. But yeah. uh, ly- lyrically, it's like about the same as every other song on the whole album, I think. But, like, and the but this was more like about storming into the desert yep. um, with Fury. Being entwined by uh, yeah, a variety <laughs> entwined of... Entwined by fury. But who's furious? Furious though? feelings. Um, the, or the traveller. I think the, the traveller. The guy Maybe he's furious the like a um, like an angst teenager running oh, away you. from home, real angry. It's, and, um, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Is Eureka. it actually about you coming home to Woodvale as a child? <laughs> Me coming home from Bar 120 after <laughs> um, vomiting <laughs> on the dance floor and being furious and entwined in my own bath. Uh, nah, it's not. I don't know. Can I tell you something right here? I was going to read out a lyric and I still will. Okay. But just looking at this fucking lyric sheet, do you repeat a single thing in this whole song? song? Yeah, definitely. It's like a third of a page down. You know, some bands go like, um, when they have a repeat of a word, like through the pits of hell, 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 they write yep. hell three times in the lyrics. Right. I'll tell you we what I do do, do in the lyrics. Time. And I'll tell you why that song looks like it's so long, because when I repeat sections in the lyric mm. sheet, I write it again. Like I copy yeah. paste the stanza. Yeah. Copy gotcha. pasta. Can't stand you. Stanza. <laughs> okay. Then, yeah. Yeah. This is the bit I like. It's the last line. Please take my body here. Oh, I'm so disappointed. The lyrics are different to what I thought they were. Oh. Please take my body left here for the soil. I'm even polite That's... in my lyrics. I've been <laughs> singing the wrong lyrics Using the whole manners. time then. Please. <laughs> oh, see, good lyric though. But I thought you were saying, please take my body left here for the sun. Oh, the sun. Oh, that's so, good. <laughs> we should change it. Yeah. We'll get every CD booklet out, cross out the word, write sun. I like the word soil. Soil, yeah, but it's hard the to say without saying soil, like an idiot. I guess like the bugs idiot. and the soil? fucking whatever is going to eat the body. Yeah, I and found I'm it really s- hard not to sing with an Australian accent in that hole. I think we should sing with an Australian accent. Nice. Yeah, swallow my hole. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of things on this album, though, that sound like other words that are mm. other words. Hole, for example. Yeah. Heaps Unending passage that's in the lyrics. Unending, Unending. passage is a hole. <laughs> uh, one other thing on this Which is a first which I think it's a first anyway Using first person point of view in lyrics I never mm, used to say oh, I You're kidding me, really? Uh, I used to hate that I and me and shit like that And my And I but and now then we did it in this I one I just try, started doing it I don't know why Just cause. Madam, I'm Adam Yeah, please my take my body left here the for the sun Hey? Yeah, the Jesse is now segueing to the second song, which is On Desolate Plains, Falling Ta- to the Pits of Hell. The title track. Title track. And this is a bit of trivia for you. Uh, in one of our Claim of Throne classic fights, in which we all <laughs> just talk shit and drink beer and eat sausages, vegetarian or otherwise, Jim wanted 
Desolate Plains or, or like one of those style songs to be the first song on the album. Like fuck intro songs. They're super shit, boring. I'd rather press the skip button than listen to Cabba playing clean acoustic guitar or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was his vote. And I somewhat agreed with him, but at the same time, like if you didn't pull that song out of the bag at the last minute, having that really nice opening... I probably would have gone with something like Desolate or maybe even Mantra, like something just kicking straight in the balls, you know? It was kind of a uh, deja vu from Forged in Flame when he wanted Grand Destruction yes. as the first song as well. Absolutely. And absolutely, definitely not a bad idea and it would work either way. <laughs> would work. Would, would work. Um, but just one of those things, I don't know, that song came about and it just seemed right to me and yeah. I don't know. And it's it's hard making decisions like that on behalf of five people and whatever. Mm. And so I get I definitely get his uh, his vote there, but just didn't happen. But probably next time could happen. I don't know. Whatever. Can I just say you're fucking really good at writing lyrics, Cava. Oh, thanks. But considering how many lyrics you've written, you still don't run out of ideas, and they're still quite interesting. It's just something that has to be done out of necessity, I think. Yeah. like you just have this song and you go, fuck, I actually need lyrics for this. Yeah, so but sometimes when you it. write lyrics, it just it always, I always feel like whenever I write, try and write lyrics, they sound so lame. Whereas these ones, they just well, fit. And it I think that about mine as well. And you're always probably going to think that about your own stuff, perhaps. Yeah, but, but I don't think any of that sounds lame. Yeah. Yeah. I think most Ooh, of it sounds that's lame. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. what's okay. what's the deal with Desolate Plains? Same shit. Um, the song written by our drummer on, and uh, lyrics written Vocalist. by me. And it's a pretty pretty heavy song, pretty fast, pretty brutal, pretty melodic at the same time. It's probably, you know how we claim to be melodic death slash folk? Mm. This is probably the most mellow death song on the album, I would say. Do you reckon? Mm. Maybe, yeah. It's I got riffs. It's got... Is, to be honest. Oh, okay. Mm, no, that yeah. sounds like mm, those two. I don't know. I think that's got elements of power metal in it, though. Even a little <sighs> bit. Yeah, mm. I reckon Mantra's got power metal, fucking yeah, inspiration. Mm. But yeah, <clears throat> that song is like me trying to write a riff like at the gates. It does. It's to me. It sounds terminal spirit diseasey a bit, and that's why yeah. I liked it. Trying to reverse engineer an at the gates riff to make a song out of it. Mm. Not the um, first time we've done that, that's for sure. Yeah. And oh, cool. as a, that's good. It's pretty short too because I'm not like particularly good at extending anything? parts. Oh. Yeah, anything, anything, <laughs> anything. Just, you know, like trying to extend parts and do that sort of shit yeah. is pretty hard for me. And that's this is like the least farthing wheel song I've ever presented. Definitely. Thrown. No Man, way. That, what about, that's a big, what big about feat. number nine, My Dying Throws? I reckon that's not, that's not farthing wheel at all. Cunt nine, you mean? Or oh, that was cunt three, actually. We'll get to that in a late episode. Well, there's one little, one little bit, but it's all farthing wheel for God's sake. <laughs> but no, um, there's there's no farthing wheel in this. Maybe the guitar solo is kind of farthing wheelie, but it's a fucking sick solo. But he just well written. It's just bluesy. Wheelie. I don't think it's farthing wheel. It just sounds cool. Yeah, the blues can mm. suck me off. <laughs> um, I really like this. Is what I like doing is writing a demo and giving it to you, and you doing lyrics on it and it's always well generally I never know where I think lyrics will go but you always surprise me like with this one I thought that whole intro of it 
would just be an intro and everyone would just marvel at the riffage. Oh, yeah. But you're like, straight Fuck away, him. Yeah. I'm going to preempt the music with lyrics. Yeah, I don't know how that even happened, eh? Sorry about that. No, but it worked so good. And then and then this is where the like the Lars Ulrich thing happens. Like you always add, like you'll copy and paste whole sections and like we can probably repeat this or this should be moved here or here or something like that. And then it's like it turns a minute and a half song into like a three-minute song and starts to make a bit of sense because I don't know how to write a fucking chorus, but you do. So it's when interesting. I get a, um, yeah. yeah, when I get a track like that from you, I'll go like try and do a few different vocal ideas and see where bit different parts are going to go. And then like as you get halfway through the song, I'll start working back and because I'll get to like halfway through and I'll go, that needs to be like a chorusy vocal line or some shit. But in order for that to be a chorus, then this bit before it needs to be a verse and then this bit before it needs to be music or whatever. And I think this one was just like I was working my way back and I was like fucking verses going at the very start. <laughs> Has <laughs> take, to, right? Take that, cunts. <laughs> or yeah. else you'd have to write something earlier than that. Or, yeah, you know I, what I mean? Like. But it's, it's dumb because there's no rules as to... You know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, but just, I don't know, just the way it worked out, I guess. Um, but yeah, cool song. I dig it. I like at the end section of this song, we were jamming on, all of us mm. together, and then it doubled the length of it and made it Changed a the chord minor chord end. change or whatever it was. Yeah, halfway through. That Interesting thing. That's mm. something that I like. love the idea of that we don't do that often, but this is yeah, like prime, prime example of, of jamming on something and until it like feels good and works and that, that was yeah. pretty fun. I have a good fond memories of that one. Yeah, it's true. There were a few songs on this album where we kind of didn't really know what the hell we were doing in parts or did, but someone, like in this case, Jesse, well, everyone said this should go longer. Like Dyson is a fan of worship and if he could have <laughs> his way, we would just sound like a low G. That riff would be the whole song. Once. Exactly. <laughs> and um, awesome. so he's like all for just extending Doomy parts. Yeah, and same. Then, yeah, Jesse was like, let's move it to a minor. And then I was like, I only figured out one drum beat. <laughs> so that's why it's boring at the end. No, it sounds wicked. That's oh, thanks. <laughs> Wasn't fishing at all. <laughs> no, but um, I reckon <clears throat> like we collaborate, but then we don't like the, the fact that we um, booked the hen house and jammed it. Made it way better. Yeah, everything. Like, I will together. fucking tell you this about that. Can you that fucking that, stop swearing, cunt? Sorry, I've oh, had a few sorry. drinks. When we were, that was actually when we were in room seventeen before we booked the room that we did that. Was it? Because that oh, was, it was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was one of the earlier songs on the there. second. I definitely was think it? we have to do that again though, because because it actually did make a huge difference, and it was actually more motivating to do that because I, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to play the songs on the album and I would have done classic Jesse thing and left it to the last minute and then on the day been like, so how does this riff go? <laughs> Honestly, it worked way better. I told Al the story Jessie. last weekend about how, um, you know, like we did that whole month in the jam room and then the drums got pushed back and then we did the drums and then it was a month later we did the guitars and blah, 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 then Jim's doing Marduk vocals and you're <laughs> fucking pissed as <laughs> screaming, ruining your vocals, like giving us utter so shit. And then like a f- end of a long weekend and Jesse's like, I want to do some fucking vocals. I've forgotten all the songs already. It's been so long, blah, blah, blah. And like, 
<laughs> this is not set up for you at all. And then she sang one word into the <laughs> mic that I would never put her on and then instantly started crying as soon as she heard her own voice. <laughs> I sang one word and then I was like, Wah. But That's it's weird awesome. that like a microphone can make that much difference because it's actually right behind. But I was probably just not really where Kane Cressel was creeping over your shoulder in my view right now. That poster. Mm. Um, that's where Jim was doing all his Marduk vocals and his Instagram little videos he did. Yeah, yeah. And it was like that day and that microphone. It's funny that, you know, someone said that the vocals, your vocals on this album sound more ruthless than ever before. Yeah, and they do. I definitely agree. But I remember you, you and I doing vocals on the last one and, you know, they were like desperately ruthless on Grand Destruction, for example. But it was just the style of mic we used didn't capture the aggression and this one did, but it works opposite for Jesse's voice. But I also makes, have to be. No, but it makes you, this mic makes you sound not good. It's not designed for your style of voice. And, yeah, so was, I knew it and I could see it coming. It was so fucking <laughs> obvious. Yeah, started crying and Jim's like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should do some more vocals or something. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, but like to us, all we could hear was your voice, but you in your headphones obviously heard something completely different. It's weird, eh? You have to be prepared for it though. I do anyway. I have to be like Jim mentally doesn't. prepared for it. He yeah, doesn't. but he's... He's like holding yeah. a cocktail and he like standing in the room doing fucking yeah. Marduk vocals with a girl yeah. drink. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm the so same good. as you. Yeah, I need yeah organisation and preparation and confidence. Before starting. Yeah. Um, unless I'm like 10 beers deep, then it's just like, let's just go in. I'm pretty it. sure. Yeah, I do remember breaking down now. And I was always like inconsolable now, now that I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, hey. Fuck oh, yeah, music. <laughs> Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, let's book the Henny again. Yeah, well, we're only two tracks through this fucking album run through, so we've got to um, got to at least finish that and get to episode one hundred. You know, <clears> do you remember? I won't mention the name of it, but do you remember when there was like pretty much countdown to liquor day, and Jim was Jim was just telling us, guys, I can't even remember what the occasion was. Was it Australia Day or New Year's? I've no idea. No, it was tour. It was the start of a tour. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise I guess shorthand for it would be BD and, um, yeah, he was like countdown, the countdown's on. And then we just woke up that one morning and he like got out of bed (laughs) and was like, wakes everyone up with, with drinks and is like, are you guys excited? I'm like, it's (laughs) (laughs) 6am. Not, not yet. I'm keen to get drunk, but not this early. Man. Um, Yeah. He's so excited when he wakes up like. Yeah, he can't sleep in the morning because he's so excited. It's like a kid on Christmas about yeah. everyone getting drunk that day and it, like no one else is really quite in the mood for, you know, seven you hours need to away. have breakfast and fucking do a shit first. Have he your morning have, coffee. Yeah, he wants to have a Bloody Mary in yeah. for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, yeah, both fists in the air, like broken <laughs> singlets, sweating, not good. Cryptopsy um, on 10. Parched lips. Oh, man. <laughs> Parched lips. I was talking to him when we were in Vegas about when he used to say, <laughs> oh, like when, when we were living together or whatever and I'd wake up hungover 
and I like see him sitting outside or something. I'm like, how you going, man? He's like, take a fucking guess with a big grin on his face. <laughs> it's like so stoked to be doing it all over again. I can't think of anything worse than drinking again. He's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I was saying to you in Vegas how that time when I just moved into a new house and we got on it one night and had a new flatmate and I was like, oh, fuck, I better get up early just to might freak out that Jim's just passed out on the couch, walks in like, oh, uh, this is Jim. He goes, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, you're on the couch. How did you sleep? And he goes, oh, I slept like a baby. Well, that's not to say that I was up all night shitting and pissing myself, but <laughs> I slept really good. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking muttly, hey, that's what we need to do. Man, Razor Ray's got some big shoes to fill on this tour coming up. If you're listening, Ray, fucking bring your A game. <laughs> yeah, we're expecting you to shove beer in our faces at 6am. <laughs> we need someone in the band to be able to push us all to our limits. Otherwise, we'd just <laughs> We need generally someone be in the band that to wait on just as we're about to start the set, like who's not on stage at all. We need someone to be like at the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Or taking exactly. a piss or wetting their hair just before they're going to get on. <laughs> That's true, yeah. We need someone to stress us out right b- until the last minute that we're about to start. <laughs> yeah, this isn't supposed to be the gym podcast, but I will oh, no. tell you one more story. <laughs> All right. Remember when there was that tour where he was obsessed with just having s- like heaps of plastic cups on stage? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was a whole like, phase. That wasn't just we, one tour. Just a <laughs> yeah, like a hundred mils of beer in what? each cup, like I thirty. You yeah, used to set them up on the drum rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd be like, where the fuck's Jim? Where the fuck's Jim? And he'd be stressing out. He'd be like, this is fucked. This is fucking like, what's going on, man? Is your bass gear all right? And he's like, I just asked for some plastic cups for God's sake. And then he would like sit there pouring all of these like 100, 150 mil little beers. I do not remember. And then he'd just pick them up. He's like, it's perfect because you can just pick it up and just neck it and then you throw it out. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were really nice. <laughs> I think the main thing about that was just him. Because he wanted to throw them. Yeah, he wanted to throw them. And he was going through this phase of being like (laughs) as obnoxious as possible on stage and like being like really hating the crowd. That's when we started flipping off the crowd a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And so he wanted to be able to chuck shit and just look like disgusting and ruthless. Like skull that little bit of beer chuck in the crowd's direction. And also having someone in the crowd like give me a drink, which often happens to us, and he would just – sling this beer that wouldn't spill. And if yep. they could catch it, they could catch it. If not, it would go all over them. But, yeah, there was always like thir- pretty much a carton of beer poured into 100 mil portions. Yeah. So there were just fucking plastic <laughs> oh, cups everywhere. I actually right? remember that now. Now, don't they? Yeah. I yeah, thought it was yeah. just one tour, but, yeah, it was and, probably No, it got to the point time. when we were trying it because you couldn't get that much Isn't beer that from the from bar. Isn't that from a DVD? We were watching a documentary of another band doing that and that's where he got it. Because we were... They probably got it from Jim. (laughs) Just joking. Maybe. We started trying to bring our own beer into these venues and sometimes we'd like get like six (laughs) or eight beers or whatever and then use those for that sort of thing. Yeah. But got caught heaps of times. Um, But (laughs) maybe we should bring that sort of thing back because we're fucking boring now, right? Yeah. We're so boring. boring. Mm. Mm. You know, like... Jim and Ray are two very different drinkers. Like both will drink. <laughs> oh my god! All Ray night. can do a marathon. Yeah, he can yeah. drink. Yeah, but like slow and steady wins the race. All of my drinking memories with Ray are like until four or five in the morning, 
And you think like it's over. And then night. he's like, should we hit this next one down the road? And yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, shit. And then you go to the next bar and then you have a couple of drinks and then you think you're about to go and he's like, all right, I know this other one that's really cool around the corner. And you're like, holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, he it's knows all the late drinking. night bars, which ones close yeah. at which time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> when, so good. When we went to Sydney just to hang out and there was a Bane show on, rocked up there. It was fucking one of the best nights ever, mostly because of Razor Raymond. And, um, yeah, we were drinking and everything and the venue gets shut and he lived pretty close to where we were staying. So we all caught an Uber together and we just thought, you know, you get home and you think that's it. And it's like, yeah, there's a bar just here. So we like walk down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drink for like three hours and oh, then. That sounds good. Yeah, real good. Whereas Jim is more like he is drunk up front. He hates being mean. sober and he wants to get drunk as quick exactly. as possible. Yeah. Mm. But like, hello, Thurfy. <laughs> Yes. Is that Bailey's? Bailey's. We're out of wine. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Do you want some of mine? Yeah. Good. How are you? devastation. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Out of wine. Drinking Bailey's. Soph, what's the best thing you've listened to this week? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. What's the song that you always put on when you're having a shit day? When you're Um, having a shit on the stove, what? Shit on the stove. I usually just put a power metal mix on. Um, Her playlist is called Getting Ready for Skin the Day. <laughs> um, all right. We've been uh, – Cabba's put on some Evil Invaders that I've quite enjoyed. Oh, oh yeah. there you so go. So is that new, that Evil Invaders? Is that a whole album He's is nodding. out or just a teaser? Uh, I think the whole album might be out now. It was a teaser okay. for a bit. I would love to see them, hey. I think that would be pretty fun to tour with as well. I reckon that's a good response. <laughs> All right. I'll leave you cunts to it. Yeah, get out of here. I've got to get and the shit off the stove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably reeks. Pickles is probably <laughs> No, she's down here waiting oh, to get really? into Cabba's room. She's like, the closed door, she can't handle it. That reminds me, I don't know why that reminds me. Of Nickelback. Um, <laughs> you know, we had some merch orders that you were going to send while I was away and oh, then I sent yeah, it when I got back. Didn't. I yeah. s- one of them, I sent the wrong fucking thing to someone. Oh, no. And they rang. So I had to uh, refix that out today. But someone who lives right near your house. So I just swung by this morning. Chucked oh, in what did you box. drop in? It's pretty early. It was after dog training. I was stunk. What time was it? Sophie's dinner. Uh, <laughs> nine-ish. Oh, we were up. We were up at 6.45, Cabba. Oh, yeah. I was Sunday. texting Ash at like 7 a.m. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did wonder what the fuck. <laughs> Look, guys, I just didn't want to see you, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'll... I'll be honest, I wouldn't have answered. I wasn't there. I was at yoga, but Ash Uh, would have been here. uh, We need to play two songs after finish talking. So um, Yeah, yeah. Way to fucking wrap it up, eh, Cup? Yeah, and I want (laughs) to go eat um, some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I guess we'll play the songs. Should we do something like possibly play the demos and then play the actual songs? Yeah, if any is that people want interesting? to hear that, do you reckon? Oh, we'll listen are to they it. Very, are they much different? <laughs> do you, ha- do you have the demos? We'll find out. I, I'm I sure I do. If I not, think it's a good um, idea and you should do that. Yeah, I'm sure you've emailed it to me. Cool. So what's your album of the last fucking two days, Cabba? Um, what's the first thing that gave you... Wood? Actually, I'll fucking tell you what I've been listening to, apart from Winter Sun. I'm sick of saying Winter Sun. Um, a band called Four Doomed, like your four is doomed. F-O-R-E, <laughs> doomed. No kidding. It's, um, yeah. I've, yeah, stumbled across a few new albums from this year and that is one of them. I'm just trying to look what it's called because I can't remember. But it's like, um, it's melodic death, but it's a bit sort of symphonic and melodic and epic, that sort of thing. Like, not, uh, not, it's no at the gates. The album's called Ordeal 
and uh, it's kind of cool. It's a bit um bit bit proggy, which is not normally my thing, but it's been okay. I enjoyed it. Would recommend people check it out. I guess. Hmm. Yay for Doom. Got it. Nah, nothing different to the last podge uh, bit of that True Widow, which, by the way, I didn't actually give an album title for, so I should really do that. It's got a weird fucking name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you it now. Avol Gear, as in A-V-V-O-L, Richard Gear. Cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> you know, the worst thing about not having you on the podcast is me trying to pronounce Marduk. Marduk fucking Manigam <laughs> albums. Oh, all right. Or yeah, Winter, that, uh, actually, Winter that's Sun. something I've enjoyed listening to you do. Yeah, Moon Sorrow albums as well. Like, yeah, it's just that one off that, and then give in to care. <laughs> I I, I picture it's going to be a lot fucking easier than it is, but it's it's really not. <laughs> anyway, what have you been listening to, Jesse? <clears throat> um, oh, can it be anything? Yeah. No, it can't be. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> No, no, I, it can be any fucking thing you want. What have you been listening to? The live Portishead album? No, <laughs> um, no, actually. Oh. But oh, no. I've listened to Ash crap on in his room. I've listened to a lot of Bjork lately, but Ooh. there's a, a song that I like called "Lie in the Sound." That's really cool, and I like the guitars and the lots of reverb in the vocals. Even as a female singer, you've always liked her people vocals. Probably don't like it. It's only the one song. I don't actually know the other. Um, the song Lie in the Sound isn't by Björk. It's by another oh. band, like some indie band or something. Mm-hmm. Can but I change my answer? Sorry. Anyway, they're called Trespassers William, but I only know that one song, Lie in the Sound. I haven't listened to any others. But it, I fucking love it because it's real basic, but the vocals sound sick and the melody is real yep. relaxing. That's it. Jesse's review of the week. Others. I like it. I'm going to check that shit out. Yeah, you can change You'll your answer. Probably Ash. like it actually. Cass. The other day, I listened to Paranoid Android. Oh yeah, oh, in the I like car, that. and then Nine Inch Nails, The Perfect Drug. Cool. Oh yeah, and then um, probably summoning. So it was yes. no, it was Smashing that. Pumpkins after that. Smashing Pumpkins. Can I change machine. my answer? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the song "Sleeping My Day Away" by Dad, oh. co- covered <laughs> by a band called Infinity, which is like some European pop Eurovision sounding outfit. Definitely very hilarious. If anyone wants to laugh. You mean the band Dad. All right. Yeah. The end. Cameron Dad. Four songs yeah. to come. Well, two songs, twice each. Thanks for tuning in. See you, Stu. Catch you next week. All right. Thanks, Paulie and Smitty. Bye. <laughs>
Oh, no, no, no.
Just a place, no means, man. 